0: I like to cook on the Big Green Egg. Why? It's impressive and everything turns out great on the Big Green Egg. If you don't have one, you got to go to Wassey's Meat Market and get a Big Green Egg. They have the lowest prices in the country. They also have all the accessories. They even have a classroom set up to teach you all the basic techniques on the Big Green Egg and advanced techniques on the Big Green Egg. When you get the Big Green Egg from Wassey's Meat Market, there's a lifetime guarantee. So, check them out. It's Wassey's Meat Market. Check them out on Instagram or just go to their website, wasseysmeatmarket.com. .com in Melbourne on Wickham Road. It's meatmarket.
1: We Sound Lab. Hello?
2: Hey, what's up? Same
1: old stuff.
2: I called to tell you that I am coming up with a podcast.
1: Woo-hoo-hoo. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, that was a very you response to my news. Yeah, I think so too. But you're happy for me, right? Oh, yeah, of course. You should know it's called Peer, and it's basically about whatever people call in to ask. And if we find it interesting enough, we take it to an expert, and we get answers. as
3: in P I E R.
2: No, as in peer into your mind, P E
1: R. Oh,
3: I
2: thought I thought you meant peer like like a friend, like peer. You're my peer. Same, yeah. Oh, that as well. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now he's impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you were ever to call in, what would you ask? Wow. I don't know. That's a tough question because I know
0: everything. No, I'm kidding. Oh
2: <laughs> my god.
3: Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. Hi, this is Terrence. Uh, I just wanted to call to ask about how do you deal with phone fear? Because that's one of the things that I'm really not good at. I actually am dreading to call this show, but I'm really desperate enough. To get rid of my phone fear to actually call in to a show, so so I'd appreciate any help. Thanks.
2: Hello Terrence!
3: Alright, nice to hear you, I guess.
2: <laughs> Have you ever received a phone call you weren't expecting? How often do you just let it ring? Even though you know who it is on the other line. Meet Terrence. He's your everyday Joe. Walks around with his phone in his pocket, like all of us do, except when his phone starts ringing, which it is right now. He knows who's calling, but he didn't know the call was coming. So he's staring at his phone, still ringing, a small, nervous sweat crawling up his back. Finally, the call ends. He heaves a sigh of relief and proceeds to text the caller. Sorry, I missed your call. What's up? Terrence caller show describing that entire situation, asking for help, and frankly, I have found myself in a similar predicament, so I was more than happy to take this to the experts. By the way, hi, I'm Chris, and welcome to Peer the Podcast, a show largely based on you, me, us, and whatever it may be that we ponder in the shower, keeps us up at night, or in this case, not answering our phone calls. (laughs) <laughs> How did you feel? I did not message you before I called. I don't know if my number is listed on your phone. How do you feel after taking the call?
3: Uh, I'm actually kind of still kind of nervous, you know, but I, 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 I think I can start managing it.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I think you might have spent the past hour expecting the call because you sounded pretty bright and cheery. So that's good for you. <laughs> It's as if you already know the answers that I'm gonna give you today regarding your nervousness about receiving unexpected phone calls.
3: i got lots of questions about that, yeah. I swear.
2: Before we begin, I'm terribly sorry for not informing you about the call right before I was going to. So, you said that when the phone rings and you're not expecting it, can you please describe what happens to you? Oh
3: boy. Yeah. Uh Basically, I start freezing up a bit. My heart's on my throat. Even though I may sound a bit confident right now, uh, my heart's racing a bit. My my hands start getting uh, clammy, things like that. In a word, it's basically uh, being nervous to the most basic degree. I guess it's <laughs> yeah. not bad. It's not too yeah. bad, but it's something that can make my good day a bit bad. Something like that.
1: Now, uh. It doesn't just necessarily have anything to do with just phone calls, right? But that's the general perspective underneath the concern regarding answering phone calls. There really is that sense of a social anxiety there. From the existential perspective, we call it to some extent in this particular situation, it's like the fear of the unknown.
2: The call of Terence's predicament was answered by existential psychotherapist Vincent Evangelista.
1: I'm Vince, uh, Vincent Evangelista. I am an existential psychotherapist.
2: Existential psychotherapists help people deal with existential issues like the meaning of life, existential angst, and anxiety, concerns regarding a meaningful existence, as well as general concerns regarding anxiety and depression. Sir Vincent is particularly experienced with helping people cope with and overcome deep-rooted fears, so we at Peer consider ourselves fortunate to have found a fitting expert to present Terrence's situation to.
3: I I basically just stare at the phone and if it doesn't stop ringing for the uh, next 10 seconds, then I just uh, I just go with it, you know. <laughs> and you know, try my best to be as cheery and uh, sunny as possible. And uh, usually it works, usually it doesn't. And I hope this is one of the moments that it's working.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Terrence has been apprehensive of receiving phone calls his whole life, despite the fact that he comes off as a confident person to others. It is especially interesting that he points out how there is a hint of nervousness lurking in the background regardless of how happy or confident he feels. Something tells me that his phone anxiety is a tiny branch of something even bigger. But hey, we have an expert in the room. (laughs) Let's give him the
1: floor. Looking at what you guys presented me with, I would say that to some extent, I would agree that there is a form of phone anxiety there. Generally speaking, when we talk about phone anxiety, when someone calls you, your phone rings, number comes up, and you don't know who is calling. To some extent, in in this particular situation, it's like the fear of the unknown, right?
2: Now, social anxiety is not limited to the circumstances where you need to stand in front of a crowd and talk. Sometimes it entails situations where you are not socially interacting with others, but doing activities where others are looking at you.
1: For example, you might be new in school, right? And you go to the cafeteria, you order your food, and you are about to take your tray and look for a seat. Then you realize that there's just a few more seats left. You're not even sure if those seats are taken. And so, you go around, you start asking questions, is this seat taken? Can I sit here? And people start saying, yeah, it is. And you start realizing, oh, I have to go around more. People might start looking at me. I might not find a seat. And that is embarrassing. That can also bring you a lot of feelings of anxiety. And you're not even socially performing, but you start feeling anxious.
2: How long have you felt this phone anxiety?
3: Probably ever since I started to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Your well, whole life. Well, Yeah, basically my whole life. Uh, it, it's kind of strange because people say I'm a confident person, but when it comes to these things, I just overthink it too much, basically. And ever since that I've been expected to answer calls or talk to people, I've always had this kind of uh, nervousness in the background. Mm. No matter how confident I'm feeling in the day, no matter how happy I am feeling in the day, there's always this tinge of nervousness and I just can't shake it off.
1: The interesting thing about it is people who are socially anxious become more anxious about looking anxious in the social interaction. It's a cycle. It ends up being a cycle, really. (laughs) Where if i look anxious what are they going to say and because i'm thinking about me looking anxious i become more anxious and i become more scared that it's going to be more clear and more apparent and it's obviously going to be more noticeable in a face-to-face interaction but that doesn't change the fact that even your tone and even the conversation itself can go south rather easily when anxiety seeps in right and those worrying thoughts can be uh, playing in the person's mind while they're contemplating whether or not to answer the phone. So they worry about, what am I going to say? How am I going to look or sound? Am I going to say something stupid? Will I be judged if I make a mistake in the conversation?
2: Describe the situation that goes on in your head.
3: It's, uh, in a word, panic. <laughs> to be more... Uh... Specific, It's like uh, little versions of me running around, uh, trying to open up all my file drawers on possible answers, uh, on memories on how to deal with uh, the unknown, basically. (laughs) It's a chaotic office scene, basically. If I'm going to visualize it, it's it's a chaotic office scene. But when when I start to pick up the phone, there's just this uh, palpitating silence. And everyone's just standing, uh, not really knowing what to do. Those are my kinds of worst phone calls when I just can't react. There's no reaction.
2: Oh, I hate There's that. just
3: no reaction, yeah. and they just expect you. Like, basically, hey Terrence, uh, I'm calling you about this. Don't forget mm-hmm. about this. Uh, This happened. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can help. I'm just letting you know. Okay, bye. You may be in trouble. You may be in not. I don't know.
2: (laughs) You have such suspenseful friends.
3: What is that? (laughs) And and people wonder why I have anxiety. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) When you get a call, what is the worst thing that you think could happen to you?
3: I'd say a wrong thing to be honest, and hurt that person or whatever or hurt that person's expectations, something like that. I try to always make the people I interact with happy. So when I do that, make them sad, make them feel hurt. Uh, I think that's really the worst thing I could ever do to someone, even in a phone conversation.
2: Yeah, you can't get any other signals
3: from them. Uh, You're just basically getting it off from their voice. And what if I misinterpret it? (laughs) What did I misheard? I just want to know if this is normal. If this is in any way, shape, or form a real serious problem. Or am I alone in this? Uh, Basically, how many of us are there?
1: At least in a milder sense, right? If we're not talking about phone fear or phone anxiety and we're just saying, okay, phone apprehension. Mm -hmm. There's actually a lot of people who deal with that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. Research from the UK
2: states that around 40% of baby boomers and 70% of millennials experience anxiety. It's like the general anxiousness of people. I mean like phone anxiety or phone apprehension falls under that, right? Like social anxiety, that's the root of it. So, so you are not alone. You are so not alone. Like. A lot of us are walking around afraid to answer the thing that's in our pockets, the thing that we rely on most of the time.
3: Yeah, I just realized I think I could hopefully manage, but I I think I still have a long way to go, to be honest. It's still there, you know? So yeah, I'd really appreciate any help you can give me.
2: Well, let me put something into perspective. So... If you cannot perform your daily task of your job, like because of this phone anxiety, you palpitate and you get short of breath when you pick up the phone. Those are physical manifestations of that. So that means like your phone anxiety is to a certain degree that you really need to seek professional help. Do that only when it reaches that point because, according to the expert, the Finns, therapy is very expensive. It's like a lifelong you know commitment to getting better right you know you know the quote that says feel the fear do it anyway he <laughs> he does not approve of that quote because
1: i understand where the concept of face your fear is actually psychologically sound it's just that it has to be done under supervision of a professional like me a psychologist right yeah. because again that's the whole point um When it comes to fear and anxiety, exposure therapy, like systematic desensitization, all of that can go a long way. It has helped a lot of people's lives, but you can't just do it by yourself because it might backfire on you. A lot of people think that I'll just face my fear. The problem is, do you have the capacity to face it without being overwhelmed by it though? How do you manage
3: this? It doesn't feel natural for me, to be honest. Even if one of my jobs is to talk to a lot of people, but when it comes to one on one things, even on the phone, I just can't manage. I just start freezing up like this. I don't stammer <laughs> this norm- normally as much as this, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 how do you manage this?
2: Since the very root of phone anxiety is the fear of not knowing what's going to happen, to mitigate this fear is to prepare simply. However, not everyone will message you before the call so you won't know what's going to happen. So I suppose what you could do is you let whoever you're corresponding with know that you would appreciate a message before they call or if someone's calling you just let that phone ring until they hang it up and then you send them a message and ask them what's up.
3: Alright, gotcha, gotcha. Real yeah, life yeah.
2: application.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I really think we should just start asking people and see if they can give us that courtesy to prepare
2: (laughs) if ever you find yourself in a situation in the future Terrence, where you really feel like the physical manifestations are intruding with your normal activities in life that's when you get help and if you do get to that point please get help because yeah we wouldn't want to end up further down the hole than we already are
3: <laughs> thank you so much for telling yeah. me all these to be honest uh, it just affirmed to me that i wasn't alone it affirmed to me that this is normal i even if i sought help before i still kind of forget that you know m- many people like me are also suffering and going through this because the problem with uh, my mindset right now is that I hate myself because I'm the only one who's going through it, or something like that. Those kinds of mindsets. So, yeah. And also being able to talk to a person, and also those who sought expertise, has really helped. Thank you so much.
2: Well, you know what? I'm really glad that you put in this call because I secretly think that you put in this call just to put out a message to everyone that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they're not alone. And if you yeah. seek help, you actually yeah. will get better but it is an ebb and flow and sometimes it's not like oh seek help one time and then whoop, oh, yeah. better. it's that's not true. like that
3: that's yeah. true definitely uh, it's gonna be a journey it's not gonna be easy i'm just looking from my own pers- uh, perspective by the way I, I, <laughs> and yeah but i hope you're able to make others feel the way that you've helped me because to be honest Recently, I was going down a slump again, uh, feeling the, the worst parts of anxiety again. And to be honest, talking to people really does.
2: In a strange a way, it does, right? It kind of. Yeah, <laughs> even if that's our fear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like counterintuitive, <laughs> yeah. but it yes. works. <laughs> okay. Are you just gonna be sending out a announcement to <laughs> public service announcement to all my friends? Please send me a message before you call or knock. Oh yeah! Oh oh, yeah! For everyone's everyone's (laughs) good, right?
3: This is a public service announcement
2: from Peer the Podcast.
3: Kindly call the people you want to call. Wait, no. (laughs) Kindly message the people You want to call first Because a lot of people Actually get nervous uh, When their phones start ringing Thank you so much
2: (laughs) Okay, one more time One more time
3: This is a public service announcement From Fear the Podcast Please text and message The people you want to call first Because a lot of people Actually do get nervous When their phones start ringing Thank you very much
2: There you have it folks! Terrence's unwillingness to answer unexpected phone calls, although he knows who is calling, is generally termed phone apprehension and finds its roots in social anxiety, which a lot of us go through. So if you're dealing with phone anxiety or anxiety in general and it impedes with your day-to-day function, please seek professional help. Otherwise, please know that it would serve all of us to know how we can make it easier for you to take our calls. And for the rest of us listening, it wouldn't hurt to take a moment to heed these requests. Communication, after all, is key. Peer the Podcast gives special thanks to existential psychotherapist Vincent Evangelista of Exordium Existential Psychotherapy for being a part of this episode. This episode of Peer the Podcast was produced by yours truly, Brian Bruses, and Dean Yase. Edited and scored by Dean Yase and Chuck Ragas. Here is a production of Resound Lab. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and remember, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Alright, peers, thanks for listening. See you next episode.
0: I like to cook on the big green egg. Why? It's impressive and everything turns out great on the big green egg. If you don't have one, you got to go to Wassey's Meat Market and get a big green egg. They have the lowest prices in the country. They also have all the accessories. They even have a classroom set up to teach you all the basic techniques on the big green egg and advanced techniques on the big green egg. When you get the big green egg from Wassey's Meat Market, there's a lifetime guarantee. So check them out. It's Wassey's Meat Market. Check them out on Instagram or just go to their website, wasseysmeatmarket.com. .com in Melbourne on Wickham Road it's Wassie's Meat Market